welcome to today's episode of the Point of Purity podcast, a weekly study filled to the brim with all the tools from Scripture you will ever need to build a lasting life of biblical purity. Well, I'm your host, Steve Ettner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6 command you to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs 4.23 commands, above all else, guard your heart. How are you doing with that? Over the last two episodes, we've been talking about the health of our spiritual heart. In this episode, I want to share with you a couple more thoughts from God's Word on how to protect your heart and keep it healthy. So come on in, grab your Bible, and join us for today's episode entitled, Talk to the Doctor and Take Your Meds. I mentioned in last week's episode that a friend of ours had to have a heart transplant. Immediately after her transplant, she started taking a regimen of medications that were vital to the health of her new heart. You see, there are drugs that prevent the immune system from making cells that can reject the heart. There are drugs that help control your blood pressure, slow down the thickening and narrowing process of the blood vessels of your heart. There are drugs that decrease the potential of inflammation and swelling. Every one of those drugs that she has to take are vital. They're critical. They're necessary for the ongoing health of her new heart. Well, in the same way, your spiritual heart needs certain things in order to keep it and you spiritually healthy. God says in Proverbs 17, verse 22, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Now, I'm certain that I'm fairly safe in saying that you want a cheerful heart. Am I right? I mean, don't we all? But let's face it. Unconfessed sin does not make a cheerful heart. King David shared in Psalm 32, verses 3 and 4, when I kept silent, in other words, when I refused to confess my sin, I kept it hidden, I held on to it. He goes on to say, My bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. Day and night God's hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. In Psalm 38, verse 3, we read, There is no soundness in my flesh because of God's indignation. There is no health in my bones because of my sin. Oh, my friend, please stop holding on to your sin. Stop holding on. Stop hiding. Stop trying to bury it and and reject and ignore it or deny that it exists. The first thing that you must do to maintain a healthy heart is to go to God with your sin, daily confessing your sins before Him, agreeing with Him. It is an offense to Him, to His holiness, to His godliness. Claim the forgiveness that He offers you. Keep a short account with your Maker, your Father, Savior, your friend. You see, whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy, Proverbs 28, 13. Therefore, James 5, 16 says, confess your sins that you may be healed. Oh, listen, listen to me closely. Do not be like the people of Israel who did secretly against the Lord their God things that were not right. 2 Kings 17, 9. 
We, we battle with the temptation to keep our sexual impurity from others, don't we? We're so strongly tempted to give in to the temptation to lie, to hide, to deceive, to mislead, also that we're not caught in our sin, also that we can continue to enjoy the sinful pleasures for a season. We, we even struggle with the desire to keep it from God, don't we? Even though we know He knows, we still refuse to acknowledge it before Him. Well, I think it's important that we take a cue from David and don't keep it hidden. Rather, as, as Ezra chapter 10 verse 11 says, make confession to the Lord and do His will. Separate yourselves from your sexual impurity. Confess your sin. Mourn over how you've hurt and dishonored your heavenly Father with your King me sinful choices. Understand that as 1 John 1 9 says, God is faithful. God is just. God will forgive you your sins. He will cleanse you from all your unrighteousness. All you have to do is acknowledge your sin to God. Don't cover it up any longer, and he will forgive you, Psalm 32, 5. Think about this. When you're sick and you go to see your doctor, he'll typically give you a prescription for what ails you, right? But here's the thought. You're expected to follow his instructions completely. Take all of your meds at the exact time and in the precise way that's been prescribed. That's expected of you. Now, you have the choice. You can choose not to, but if you choose not to, don't be surprised when you don't get better. Deuteronomy 7, verses 12 through 15 says, If you pay attention to these laws, and if you are careful to follow them, in other words, Take your meds at the prescribed times and in the prescribed ways. Do what your your great physician, your heavenly father, has instructed you to do. Verse goes on to say, Then the Lord your God will keep his covenant of love with you. As he swore to your forefathers, he will love you and bless you. He will keep you free from every disease. All right, now let's be honest here. Sometimes taking your meds can be annoying especially when you have to take it every four hours and you don't like the taste. Am I right? I mean, I'll never forget as a child absolutely hating the taste of my medicine. I remember being so glad when the manufacturers started actually adding flavor to it. It still doesn't taste good, but better than it used to. Well, admittedly, there are times when we may not like the prescription that God has given to us. Isn't it a relief to know The God's words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul, healing to the bones, Proverbs 16, 24. Well, just like a parent lovingly urges their child to buck up and take it anyway, God says, my son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to a man's whole body. Proverbs 4, 20-22. In other words, God's saying, take your meds. Do what your heavenly physician is telling you to do, and you will get better. Guaranteed. In Exodus fifteen twenty six, God says, If you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God, and if you do what is right in His eyes, If you pay attention to his commands, if you keep all of his decrees, here's God's promise. I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians. I am the Lord 
who heals you. There's a condition here. If you do these things, if you take your meds, if you listen carefully to the voice of God, if you do what is right, if you pay attention to his commands and walk in obedience to him, if you do those things, he will heal your heart. He will draw you in a closer relationship to him. You see, God alone is the only one who forgives all your iniquity and heals all your diseases. Psalm 103 verse 3. This is why David says, as for me, I said, O Lord, be gracious to me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. Psalm 41.4. Never lose sight of the fact that God wants you to be happy and healthy. He really does. He wants you to know genuine, lasting victory over that three-headed dragon of lust, porn, and masturbation. He wants you to be free from every form of sexual impurity and ungodliness. So, I echo the words of 3 John, verse 2. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. David says in Psalm 16, verse 11, God will show me the path of life in his presence, his fullness of joy. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Well, just as the doctor says to you, take two aspirin and call me in the morning, you and I need to read God's word daily and talk to him every morning. We should be like the disciples of Acts 2, verse 42, as they devoted themselves to the study and teaching of God's word. Well, after our friend received her heart transplant, she has had to see her physician on a regular basis. And those uh, routine health exams and the tests that she goes through not only make sure that that new heart is functioning properly, but they enable the doctor to discover any problems early on when her chances for treatment and cure are so much better. I have a question for you. Do you want to be spiritually healthy? Do you want to prevent sexual impurity from permeating every aspect of your life? Do you want to keep it from dominating your thoughts? Do you want to keep it from dictating your actions? Well, if the answer is yes, I'm going to assume it is. My question for you is this. What are you doing right now to avoid it? What are you doing right now to, above all else, guard your heart? What are you doing right now to trust in the Lord with all of your heart? Are you seeing your great physician? Are you seeing your heavenly doctor? Are you spending time with God on a regular basis? Are you daily in the word and daily in prayer? Well, Jesus made it abundantly clear that our top priority must always be the lordship, the kingship of God in our heart as we live out his righteousness in our life. Matthew six thirty three. To do that, we must choose daily to invest time with God. How you doing with that? In each and every one of these episodes, we have intentionally and purposefully opened our Bible to learn from the Holy Spirit. How do I live a life of victory? How do I live a life of surrender? How do I live unreservedly for God? Hopefully, Every one of these episodes have encouraged and challenged you to face some of those things in your life that are getting in the way and make some of those critical decisions to get rid of them once and for all. It is and has been and always will be my prayer 
that every one of these episodes in this podcast series has not only been a blessing to you, but it's encouraging and it's challenging, it's stretching, it's helping you grow deeper in your walk with God. Will you continue to dive into the scriptures daily to seek God's face? Will you regularly visit your heavenly doctor? Studying God's word can help you see potential problems in your life before they start. A daily quiet time with God in his word, on your knees in prayer, listening to him talk to you, you talking with him, that can help you find the problem that may already be beginning to develop within your life. Problem that you may not see otherwise. Let's face it, devotions are great, but they're often hard to do. Am I right? I mean, we, we tend to get so busy and we face so many demands on our time that we can easily push away any alone time with God right out of that daily routine. I'll get to it tomorrow. I'll get to it tomorrow. Can you relate? So let me ask you a question here. Do you love Jesus? (laughs) Well, of course I do, you respond. Well, Well, great, great. Does it make sense then to you that you should invest regular time with him? that you should be getting to know him deeper and deeper, more than you already do. Jesus said, If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. John fourteen fifteen. I submit that your love for Christ should be prompting your obedience to Christ. Let me repeat that. Your love for Christ should prompt your obedience to Christ. So I come back to my question, do you love Jesus? Now, I know, again, many of you are responding just off the cuff. Well, yes, of course I do. Is your life backing that up? Your love for Christ will prompt your obedience to Christ. You cannot walk in obedience to him. You cannot know what it is he wants you to do if you're not walking with him, if you're not investing time listening to him talk to you through his word and you talking to him, sharing your heart. Do you want real, lasting victory over sexual impurity in your life? God says, if you will listen to all that I command you, And if you will walk in all my ways, and if you will do what is right in my eyes by keeping my statutes and my commands, I will be with you, and I will build you a sure house. 1 Kings 11, verse 38. That, my friend, is a promise you can take to the bank. As you seek his face, as you open your Bible daily and search the scriptures to discover, to learn more of who he is and what his will is for you. And then when you immediately choose to obey, to apply it to your life, to live it out, he will show you what real victory and genuine freedom is like. I guarantee it. God's desire for you is that you would have such a heart as this always to fear God, and to keep all his commandments, that it might go well with you. Deuteronomy 5.29 But let's face it, that will not happen. If you do not turn from your evil ways and keep God's commandments and God's statutes at all times. 2 Kings 17.13 So, I want to challenge you, right here, right now, 
Cry out against porn. Cry out against lust. Cry out against masturbation and say, Depart from me, you evildoers. I'm going to keep the commandments of my God. Psalm 119, 115. In Psalm 16, verse 11, King David declared of God, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. My friend, meeting with God on a regular basis is the foundation for a joyful life. Investing time daily, listening to God talk with you, you on your knees talking with God, is the foundation of victory and freedom and true happiness. Now, Satan knows this, and so he will use all means possible at his disposal to chip away at your relationship with God. And one of his most successful tactics has been to make you so busy, so occupied with other things that you feel you just don't have the time to invest alone with the Lord. Well, let me, let me close out this episode with the following verses from Psalm 119, verses 1 through 8. Listen. Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong, but walk in his ways. You have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Then I shall not be put to shame, having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart. When I learn of your righteous rules, I will keep your statutes. Psalm 119, verses 1 through 8. Well, if you'd like to learn more about today's study, or if you're interested in learning more about our ministry, Would you be sure to visit our website? There's a multitude of resources we've made available to you to help you in this journey towards purity. You can find our website at thepuritycoach, that's all one word, thepuritycoach.com. Well, one of the resources I want to continue to highlight for you here is my book entitled Extreme Mind Makeover, How to Transform Your Sinful Thoughts and Habits into Patterns of Life that Are Pleasing to God. Hey, let's face it, we all want to please God. That's that's inbred within us, that God put that programmed with that within our very DNA, the desire to live for Him, to please Him. But we also all struggle with sinful thoughts and sinful habits. How do I change my life? How do I change my behavior to, to honor and glorify God? Well, this book, Extreme Mind Makeover, takes you on a journey through the Scriptures to examine what God has to say about how your thoughts your words and your actions influence and impact your heart. Jesus said in Matthew twelve thirty three, make a tree good and its fruit will be good. Or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad. A tree is recognized by its fruit. In this book, Extreme Mind Makeover, we're talking about how your thoughts bear fruit. That's your behavior. And when you train your mind to think godly thoughts, the fruit of your life, the, the things you do day in and day out, will be godly. On the flip side, when you allow your mind to think sinful, fleshly, ungodly thoughts, then the fruit of your life, your, your daily actions, your attitudes, your behavior, your choices, will be ungodly. So, how do I change the way I think? How do I change the things I do? How do I successfully and effectively 
Guard My Heart. Well, again, this book, Extreme Mind Makeover, takes you into God's Word to help you answer those questions. So I encourage you to go to our website, thepuritycoach.com, check out the resources page and find the book, or better yet, go directly to amazon.com and purchase your copy of Extreme Mind Makeover today. Now, if you can't remember, when you get to amazon.com and you can't remember exactly the title of the book, just do a search for my name, Steve Etner. And you'll see all the books that I've written there, but you'll see Extreme Mind Maker over, and I encourage you to purchase that book. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If this has ministered to you, blessed you, challenged you, encouraged you, would you do two things for me? Would you first please let your friends know about this podcast? Help us help others across the globe win their war for sexual purity and live in freedom. And then second, and this is important, would you take a couple of moments right now and go over to your favorite podcast player and rate this episode? Why? Because every time you do, your rating lets them know that this podcast is important and your rating helps us get this program. It helps us get this ministry into the ears and hearts of men and women just like you across the globe. So until next time, I'm author, speaker, and purity coach Steve Etner reminding you that if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, he must first be glorified in your every moment thinking.